This week on An Hour of Flower, it's a special Andrew Simpson Foundation talk about sort of what the charity offers and how they've now linked up with the UKLA. We briefly mentioned it in last week's episode with Sam Whaley on the June News. And we're going to go more in depth. We've got four guests. We've got Sally Turner, who works for the Andrew Simpson Foundation. We've got Nick Harrison, who's got a very special bond with Andrew Simpson himself. And James Haddon, who's done coaching, laser-specific or ILCA-specific nowadays. And Reese Jones, who's come through, sort of done some of the training under James Haddon. So we're going to start off with Sally. Sally, do you want to introduce yourself more in depth? Um, yes. Hi, I'm Sally. I work for the Andrew Simpson Foundation and I work in um, marketing and partnerships for the charity. Um, The mission of the Andrew Simpson Foundation um, is to transform um, the lives of young people through sailing. Um, Essentially, everything we do is a partnership uh, between our not-for-profit Andrew Simpson Centres, um, the foundation, instructors, young people, uh, the schools we work with, and our very, very valued um, partners. Um, people who come to our centres um, are given opportunities to really transform their lives and succeed at something that they never thought was possible. Um, essentially, we're dr- we are driven by the belief that all young people have the ability to excel and succeed um, in life and work. And we believe that the challenges of sailing and water sports do this um, through promoting health and well-being and building essential skills. Uh, Our ultimate vision, um, based on all of that, is to um, build an engaged sailing community uh, through a network of accessible and sustainable centres, not only in the UK, uh, but across the world. And this vision is helping us to provide thousands more opportunities to get people out on the water, um, which we are also trying to safeguard as well. Um, so, yeah, essentially our, our values, are, we really about inclusivity. Um, our ethos is sailing for all. Um, so water sports and sailing should be for every, everyone. And, and through that, we really try and create a positive and memorable and enjoyable experience um, for everyone that, that works with us or, or goes through our programs. Um, we work to really positively build uh, relationships with individuals who come to um, our centres and within the wider community as well. And as part of that, we help to develop um, career pathways and really create an environment for nurturing growth for, for many of the young people. Um, in addition to creating an inspiring um, environment as well um, and share our own passion for sailor and sailing and water sports um, with the many supporters that we have. And, Which, um, one yeah, of and those being the UKLA. One of those being the UKLA. Yes, absolutely, yes. So we seek really meaningful connections um, with, with our partners and that's absolutely um, one of the key reasons why we're working with the UKLA. So is that sort of the main reason is to try and do more sort of with the charity and sort of with the UKLA and try and sort of merge the two sort of, you know, work in partnership together then? 
Absolutely. And I'll let um, Nick Harrison expand later. And actually also James Haddon on, we have obviously a big history um, with, with the UKLA, um, with, our, with our trustees and many of the, um, the young people that come through our centres as well. But I, I shall let the, the, the sailors sort of talk about that later. But yeah, I'll, have a, I'll, I'll cover some of the, the work that we do in terms of our charitable sailing programmes as well. Um, because we we look to focus on three sort of three or four key areas actually. Um, one being physical well being and mental health, and we we have a couple of programs such as aiming high and sail fit that run through our centres, they're delivered through our not for profit centres. Um, we also have many career and talent development pathways um, through some of our programmes through Young Leaders, Skipper Program, Aspire, which is um, the Portsmouth um, Portsmouth Sail Training Trust. Race Club, which is um, really relevant to these guys here tonight, um, and also our newly launched Performance Academy, um, again, which I'll let James talk about later on. Um, and then we have uh, work around our participation sort of focus area, and that's to really get young people on the water, um, experiencing um, for what what will be for many the first time um, on their boat um, out on the water. And we do this through a Discover Sailing Program. Um, training club and um, many of which are subsidized and Bart's Bash of course which is our worldwide um, sailing event um, which is exciting and happening again this year which is a huge relief which um, is great for getting so many boats out on the water I've, I'm in Weymouth at the moment and you see sort of the Andrew Simpson sort of you know buildings and they're always active where are sort of the other bases that you've got so we have centres in uh, Portsmouth, uh, we have a centre in Reading, uh, we have a centre up in um, Birmingham, it's a new centre for 2020, uh, which has been great, um, and yeah, and, and also in Lake Garda. So uh, yeah, we work in partnership with centres in South Africa, um, in Mosul Bay, and also in Turks and Caicos, and Provo Sailing Academy. There's a few sort of nice warmer venues in those in the UK in the winter for sure <laughs> absolutely yes it does provide opportunities for us to really um, run programs our community training programs um, year round really which has been fantastic no it's fantastic we'll come back to you in a bit Sally but we'll just jump to Nick Harrison Nick what sort of the you know you knew Andrew Simpson himself you know great what was sort of your connection with him uh, well first met Bart probably in early to early 90s um, when he was just getting to laser sailing and people were prepare, preparing for the trials in 95 in Weymouth and we got a training group started at Stokes Bay not that Bart used to always turn up but that's not best start to get to know him yeah yeah and sort of how did he get his nickname of Bart <laughs> How did you get the nickname of Bart? I don't really know, to be honest. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> from what I've heard is there were several Andrews in the squad at the time and they each got their own nickname. Is that...? Um, yeah, I think probably something along those lines, I guess. I think there was Andrew Commander, Andrew Walsh. I can't remember all the Andrews' names, to be honest. Yeah, but it wasn't sort of... Yeah. You can't remember specifically... But you ended yeah. up coaching him in the star as well. Yeah, I started off, well, we got got this training group going at Stokes Bay and then um, I think that's when Bart um, 
starting to probably get get too big, and he's and then he moved on to the fin. So um, I started to help him a bit in the fin, and then pre, I think it was Cadiz, but Cadiz trials for uh, for Athens. I went out and done some tide work for it, um, Ian. Ian and Stevie Mitchell in the star and uh, Bart and the Finn in the bay and then sort of our relationship sort of, sort of got built from there on in really and then when Bart started crewing for Ian and the star they asked me if I could coach them which is for before Beijing and that sort of relationship's gone from there really we went from there and you know so he's been quite a you know influential you know connection with yourself sort of when yes. the when the charity sort of was first coming about do you remember sort of the original founding members yeah the founding members were Leah, Bart's wife uh, Ian Percy and Ben Ainsley so two big names there and sort of what why was the sort of initial sort of reason for starting the charity I think and now that confirmed that I, I think that was to keep Bart's name going and all his enthusiasm and to put something back in and to to remember Bart. He picked up on our enthusiasm there and, you know, Sally with her introduction was very enthusiastic and the whole foundation's got a very, you know, enthusiastic ethos. Like I say, it's always busy down in Weymouth. Yeah, what... going back, you know, to Bart, when we were based... Yeah, in various places, but especially when we had our containers in Weymouth before before London, you know, Bart's enthusiasm for everything and people coming up and talking to him. And even though we were training for the games, he was very outgoing and helpful to everyone. I think that comes through in the foundation. That's what we try and do. No, it, it is for sure. And Sally, before we sort of speak to James Haddon in a bit. What sort of, how do you sort of pick the, you know, the people who are coaching or the, the staff? Do you pick them on their enthusiasm or is there other traits that you try and look for? Um, well, actually, all of our staff um, are very passionate about getting people onto the water of all ages. Um, so it's that passion that we're really picking up on. Um, and, and they're really inspiring individuals as well. So, again, all part, all very much aligned with our values. Um, it's really about going above and beyond and, and uh, almost developing relationships with all of those um, young people coming to our centres and encouraging them through our pathways and identifying areas um, where they're shining really and and really becoming a bit of a mentor and carrying um, them through. And sort of I've had James Howland coach me and he has been doing training sort of a couple of winters ago and because of COVID haven't been able to get as much now but there is some coming up. Before we sort of talk to him there's the event at Stokes Bay next weekend which if you're listening that's the 19th 20th of uh, June What's sort of going to happen there, Sally? Well, I think I might hand over to Nick Harrison for this, um, <laughs> being, being a, well, Stokes Bay is your local sailing club, isn't it, Nick? But um, from what I understand, it's a very exciting Mexican night planned. Um, but from our perspective, we're very lucky to be um, supporting um, charity. So I've heard there's going to be a marquee up and sort of a little display on the foundation as well. So, Nick, what sort of your top tips? Because, you know, those 
those people that know you know that you always sort of know about the tides and always know what's happening at Stokes Bay. What's sort of your top tip for those that are coming to the Stokes Bay event? It's probably going to be different to it normally is. Yeah, just watch out for the tides and and the car park attendant. So make sure you put your money in the car park meter. Yeah. Or park basin. Don't park in the car park if you can help it. Yeah, no, but Jake Bohe did actually mention a, a place where you can go and sort of sneakily hide away from the car park attendant where you don't have to pay. And if you haven't heard about that, go and check out the new segment for last month. We'll move into James Haddon. Now, James, you've been, how long have you been sort of working with the Andrew Simpson Foundation? Um, well, uh, good evening, Ben. It's good to, good to be back on the podcast. Um, I first started working with the um, Andrew Simpson Foundation a couple of years ago. Um, when we set up our kind of under 21, under 23 laser standard um, training. And it was, it was really just to try and fill a, fill a bit of a gap in that you, know, you have the RWA system, which kind of create, at the time, created quite a big jump between the youth squad and the sort of Olympics program. And there's quite a lot of sailors like yourself and, and Reese and, and quite a few others that were really just asking for more and more training to help them make that jump or keep people sailing in that in that kind of big gap when you maybe finish the youth system but then you go to university or you're just about finishing school that sort of age and it you just need something just to kind of keep you going keep you moving forward so yeah it's probably i think it was 2018 keel radial worlds when myself and tim hulse sat down and um had dinner with with sean Priestley, who's um worked for the foundation for a, a while um and we had it yeah, had dinner and it just got 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 chatting and we went went from there really so yeah uh, end end of 2018 uh, um i started working then um i now actually work <laughs> as part of my job for the performance academy which is the um kind of racing side of the andrew simpson foundation um it's quite new it's only released um uh, kind of six six or seven months ago um, right in the middle of COVID, which wasn't ideal, but it's um, and really that's kind of my kind of main job at the moment is to keep that performance academy growing and, and obviously coach within that within that program as well. No, it has been fantastic, and a lot of the laser sailors will sort of know you as a coach that you know you've been involved in the RWA sort of coaching as well. And I know for myself, like Sally said earlier, is very enthusiastic and you, your passion sort of goes into sort of the coaching what sort of is coming up in terms of the ilka training well we've got absolutely loads coming up this summer it's been um the last couple of months have been really 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 busy just trying to get everything organized um so i explain a little bit about what we do and then i'll, I'll kind of talk about what's coming up so we we, do, we try and support and complement the the rwa program and, and more, obviously more importantly, the UKLA programme as well. So the main kind of stuff that we do with the UKLA is, is helping them run their open training. So that might be we'll be going and coach within that, or it might be we'll help sort of ribs or organise weekends um, or run weekends. So we ran, a, we ran a, an open training out of our Bartley Centre, our Birmingham Centre, um, uh, about a month ago now. Um, so we've got uh, loads of open training coming up this summer, which um, you can find on the UKLA website. If you go on 
calendar and then click training it comes up with all of them so you can sign up to those and we're going to be quite heavily involved in all that we are also helping the UKLA provide um, event support this summer so the original plan was to support kind of the radio and the the ILCA 6 and the ILCA 4 worlds um, and the ILCA 7 worlds but the um, the issue this year obviously is with everything moving and changing um, events have been cancelled or moved and so we are currently supporting the ILCA 4 um, worlds um, and then we're running quite a, a lot of ILCA 6 um, training in Weymouth over the summer as well as ILCA 7 training over the summer and then we're also running ILCA clinics as well so there's, there's absolutely loads going on um, from basically the start we start next week i think it's when we monday next week when we get out on the water and then um from there it's it's kind of flat out until uh the end of august now i've signed up for next week i'm looking forward to it it should be it's looking a bit wet which is annoying because we're just enjoying this sort of nice heat wave coming in sally going back to you what about sort of people that you know might be you know, in the laser fleet at the moment and they've got, say, friends or family that also want to get into sailing, what's the sort of easiest way for them to, you know, get get into sailing through the foundation? And again, I'm going to send hand over to James at the moment, but certainly if they have, if they've never sailed before, then certainly get down to um, your local centre and, and see what's on offer. We deliver... Um, many programs for those who haven't um, been on the water before um, to discover sailing uh, and we can certainly signpost and, and get them onto various um, courses. Um, so over to you James in terms of moving up to the next level really isn't it because I think once someone's comfortable in a boat um, then the Performance Academy um, launched last year was all about really taking it to the next level and providing um, really high high class coaching, um, high level coaching um, for those who really um, showed showed some um, real potential, um, so yeah, over to you, James, as to how how that sort of gets picked up, and it's a it's really a pathway, isn't it, through through to you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with the with the foundation, now you could you know, legitimately learn to sail from from day one all the way through, and and you, there's a kind of a race club which a lot of the centres run now, which. It's kind of a really gentle introduction to racing and just keeping racing fun and, and it kind of interesting, learning how to do it. And then obviously then we can then you kind of get picked up by the Performance Academy a little bit more. So as I said earlier, we, we support the UKLA open training and that is a really good stepping stone for people that have got into the um, got into the ILCA 4 or the ILCA 6 and want to kind of go and train, meet some people their own age in you know, within the sport. Um, and, and that's a really good kind of base point to start going from. So both the regional and the, and the kind of national open training. Um, from there, we can also support with transitional training. So for, for example, a topper sailor or an oppie sailor that is moving out of their boat in, into the ILCA 4, um, we can help, or ILCA 6, we can help with doing kind of transitional training, which is kind of introducing them to the, to the ILCA kind of really just getting them the, the basics and giving them a really good basis to, to build from and, and go like I say go to the open training go and start doing some of the, the Grand Prix and the, the more kind of you know, regional national events um, and just just 
just build up from there and then as the as you get better there's you know you can kind of keep within our our system with our kind of ilka four ilka six ilka seven training our clinics um and then hopefully eventually or a rent support and and we also have our our flagship um exciting one which is kind of garda um lake garda training camps which are um really really good fun that you know, we ran one a couple of years ago with with the um uklla out there and that was um it was just fantastic you know just seeing kind of 10 or 10 or 12 um ilkas just or lasers were then um sailing around and just having a great day um so and especially yeah, when the sort of quarantine and you know, COVID restrictions end, sort of, that would be great for everybody to get out there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Easter next year, that's when, uh, that's when we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed for. No, that would yeah. be nice as well. Still a bit cold, isn't it, in Garda in, in Easter, though? Yeah, up in the mountains, but... It, it'll be fine. I mean, the yeah. sense is open this summer, of course. It'll still, be warmer, than, summer, still be warmer than Britain, though. It'll be absolutely warmer than Britain, yeah. Um, and when you've had that first first Italian coffee when you go into <laughs> Torbay or something like that, it's, it makes it all worth it, doesn't matter how cold it is then. So. No, or, or the ice cream over in Riva, that's uh, that's the highlight for me. I, I do like an ice cream. Yeah. But moving on to Reese, who's come through, sort of done a lot of the training. I first met Reese actually through the, the Andrew Simpson Foundation with some of the UKLA training. Reese, sort of, what's your experience with the with the training you've had? Uh, really good actually I've, I've had a training in the past just in radials and it, it's definitely like a lot more intense because of the sort of people you mix with it's like people like yourself like really high up in the fleet really good way of like having a different perspective on the racing and the sort of like the level of training you put in compared to like maybe some of the less experienced people like, it definitely changed my uh, sort of the way I train what specifically is changing the way you train them? I do a lot more like fitness and I spend a lot more time on the water now, like just sort of trying to perfect some of the stuff I do, like trigger pulls, just trying to keep the boat speed and stuff. No, it is good. Do you have any sort of specific memories of sort of the training that you've had, something that you wouldn't have necessarily done if, you, you know, if you'd been on your own? Oh, definitely like waves and stuff, like some of the winds we've gone out in, absolutely crazy stuff like, I definitely would have done that on my own but it's really good experience it like really pushes you to your limits just like days when you come in pull, it, pull your boat up the slipway and just sort of like collapse on the floor it's because you've been out for so long but also enjoying it and you know knowing sort of the next day okay well I learned a lot yesterday and put a lot sort of into the legs and move that sort of you know into a big event coming up in the future yeah definitely like even the day after you sort of like you feel a, di- a lot different like you can definitely do a lot more the next day even so no, is, and have you signed up for the training coming up this year yeah I've s- signed up for this week I'm definitely going to sign up for some of the uh, the future stuff as well I'm re- really looking forward to it actually no it is great I mean we've had I think James had and I think George Povell and Sean Priestley have all jumped in as well so it's a range of coaches and I think Jack Weverell am I right in saying uh, James that Jack Weverell is going to join for one of the camps later on in the year yeah uh, there's like a three day camp towards the end of July which um, Jack's running which would be really good guys um, it's kind of really recent kind of uh, Olympic Olympic scene world world class level um, 
laser sailor, so get some uh, really good, uh, really good coaching off him for sure. No, you know, as well as yourself, a great sort of coach and sort of very enthusiastic as well. He's got a great passion. I mean, the whole sort of Wevel family have got a great passion for the sport, which is great. It's been great to chat to all of you guys. So thanks for spending your time. And thanks for also for listening in. For those that are listening in, make sure you do go check out, you know, the Andrew Simpson Foundation. See what they have to offer. You'd probably be surprised at what well, it is so much that they do. And go check out the UKLA website as well and check out the training that James and Sally and the rest have sort of said to go and check out because it is great. And hopefully, you know, myself and Reese might see you sort of lining up beneath us on a rabbit or something and try and get a roll in. <laughs> but that's it for this week on an hour flat. Hopefully next week we've got Mickey Beckett on the podcast. And after that, not too sure. But make sure you do stay tuned and see you all soon.